0: What's good, people? It's the NBC Podcast with your boy, S. McCann. And this is episode 15, Dax Deal, part two. And my special guest for this episode is Mike Z. And in this episode, we get into the news in the NFL. So stay tuned, sit back, relax. Let's get it. G. what's good people it's the nbc podcast on convo vision this episode is with my boy my guy mike z what's good mike
1: what's going on thanks for having me back on here again It's yeah. always good
0: you know how we get down this is episode 15 dax deal we're gonna get into it yeah and so the, the the first situation that we gotta talk about is that super bowl man how you like that Super Bowl? That that thing looked crazy. I thought it was going – I was really surprised. I thought it was going to go a little bit different than what it was, man.
1: That I thought it was boring, like, all around from, like, the game, the commercials, everything. I was expecting it to be somewhat of a good game. I, I honestly thought the Chiefs was going to win. I was expecting them to win. I feel like everybody did, but then you can't go against Brady. You can't bet against Brady. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's, showing, he's showing up father time right now.
0: Yeah, like, man, if you would have told me it would have been 31 9 bucks, I'd have been like, man, I'm taking that bet all day.
1: Oh, I, don't I don't even, even I don't see, see that, that happening. That was nah, crazy. I would have thought you were crazy, but... Like I knew going into it, the Bucks had a good shot because the way the Chiefs' O line was set up, they but just lost. You know, they're both their tackles in it's in the AFC Championship, and the Bucks got a good defense, good D line. I thought the Chiefs, Mahomes, still would have pulled it out, but figure with their O line that it would have been it it would have been a better shot for the Bucks, but it would have been a game. But you see, the Bucks just trashed them.
0: Yeah, man, it was like, damn. Can we get a game, though? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yo, can we get a real game? Nah, we ain't get a game. It was just a blowout.
1: At least it wasn't as bad as that Seattle and Denver Super Bowl. It wasn't quite that bad, but it it felt in that direction because Mahomes ain't getting no help. Like, he was out there playing, trying to do everything he could. You got receivers dropping the ball. Like, he's making these crazy. That one where he threw the ball on the run, like, he was diving through a dart. It hit the dude in the face, and he dropped it. Like, he he couldn't get no help out there.
0: Yeah, it was no help. It was just like, damn, if he had a little bit of help. Okay, if one drive went okay, then you would have get some momentum. But they ain't get no momentum. They just hit all three field goals. That's it? The highest scoring team, one of the highest scoring teams in the NFL, only get one field goal, bro. It was mind blown, and then everybody, eh, Brady the goat, Brady the goat. He is. I ain't going to I mean, front. The, the, there, in my, to me, there
1: was never even a question. I don't even know how we still have this debate. Is yeah. Brady the goat? Like he, he just won a seventh ring. Look, everybody that knows me, you see me. I got my Ravens gear on. I got to represent that Flock Nation. Yeah. But I don't like him. Anybody's Ravens fan, we it no, and you can't stand Brady. But you got to respect him. He's got seven rings. He's in the playoffs every year. Multiple MVPs. His hands, that's not even question. He, he's the best of all time. And we, we ain't never going to see another one. It, it's just... There's no comparison right now. This is undisputed. But it just goes to show you you can't bet against them no matter what. He's 43 years old now. Yeah, he, he looked like he'd go out there and win another one next year if they bring back yeah, all lot of and you, and you know what it's know.
0: All, what it's all about. He take care of his body. He eat right. Mm-hmm. And that's the longevity. Like that's the longevity of any athlete, man. If you take care of your body, you eat right. You don't drink as much. You can play longer in your sport. But these people want to go out and they want to splurge on everything. They want to drink. They want to smash everything walking. Like yo, man. <laughs> then you start stressing out, man. That's how those. That's how those injuries start coming yep. when you start you stressing out. You,
1: you save all that for after. You save all that for the parade and the celebration. Yeah. My man was out there tossing a the Lombardi across boats. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I think he did an interview the, uh, yesterday. He Said he don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he
0: shouldn't remember that, man. Like yo, he was you,
1: bent. Yeah, they had the backup quarterback. It was it? Like Blaine who was out there walking him walking him around. And that is funny because again, I didn't like the guy, but that that, that made him like a likable dude. Like you seeing him like that, like you think, oh, he's just a regular dude. Like he's yeah. he might, outside of this, he might actually be somebody you could go to the bar with or hang out with and, and have a good time and just and just chill. Yeah.
0: Like we all know, man, when somebody get turned up, that's the real mm-hmm. person. So, he's celebrating, man. Yo, as, as he, he win he chips. Just,
1: he just won another Super Bowl. You better be Winning celebrating. Winning chips.
0: You got to celebrate. So, the new head coaches in the NFL, it was seven, right?
1: Yeah, seven.
0: Seven. Jacksonville, they hire Urban Meyer. He from college. New York. Jets hired the defensive coordinator from the 49ers. Atlanta hired Arthur Smith from the Titans. OC, offensive coordinator. The Los Angeles Chargers hired Brandon Staley from the Rams, defensive coordinator. Detroit Lions hired Dan Campbell, Saints assistant head coach and tight ends coach. My Eagles hired Nick Seriani, Colts, offensive coordinator. And the Houston Texans hired your boy, David Cully, the Ravens assistant coach, wide receiver coach, and passing game coordinator. How you feel about these head coaches getting these jobs?
1: The biggest shock to me was Urban Meyer because he retired twice now after Florida, yeah. those health conditions. And then he went to Ohio State, and he's won everywhere he's been, like, He's a proven program builder, but it's just you wonder if his style is going to translate to the pro now that he's outside of the college game, because we all know the pro game's different. And then just sometimes the only thing with him is sometimes it's questionable decisions, like the, the, the stuff he had at Ohio State covering up for the one assistant coach that was arrested for domestic violence. And yeah. then even that, the they tried hiring the for a strength coach, the guy from... Iowa, who was accused of being racist. It's like, read the room. Look what's going on yeah. in this world. And you gonna I don't care how good this guy is. If he's accused of that stuff, you can't hire him. So m- sometimes I wonder with that. But I feel they're probably going to get Trevor Lawrence. They-, they got some assets to work with. He could make it work there. But it's going to be interesting overall to see how he, he translates. To the pro game versus being in college with the Jets and Robert Sala, it all it, you just see all the, the his former players like Richard Sherman speaking out for him. Yeah, like, yeah saying, they love this that. guy. He, like, he's from Detroit. I think he's from Detroit because they were talking about that was the hometown team. but like, he wanted the job there, and Richard Sherman was coming out saying, "Yo." Y'all need to hire this guy. Like, he should get the job. And, and defense's last couple of years in San Fran were pretty good. They got to the Super Bowl. They were beating Kansas City for a while, and then yeah. obviously we've seen what happened. But Arthur Smith is a young, I don't know about young, but he's like a newer coach. And a lot of people like what he did with Ryan Tannehill because you see what he was with Miami. And now he's he's thriving in a, in a Tennessee out there, you know, Derrick Henry Health. And they've had yeah. a good offense. I, I believe they were one of the top... High scoring offenses in the league this year. So be interested to see what he does. Because Atlanta's got some pieces. Matt Ryan's a he's a former MVP. You got Julio Jones. You got one of the top receivers in the league. So they got some talent there as well. The Chargers, I don't know much about Brandon Staley. They got, again, they got some pieces. They got the young quarterback. You got some good receivers. There's talent on defense. So he's got some pieces there to work with to turn it around. We all know Justin Herbert looked real good last year. Dan Campbell, I think he's got some work cut out for him um, up there in Detroit because that team's just been, that franchise has been a mess for a while. They could win with Stafford, Calvin Johnson. Yeah. But I like when he came out. He imp- he impressed everybody with his press conference out there. sounded real good and everything. Talk to talk. We'll see what he does now that they got Jared Goff and everything. The Eagles. The same thing, Nick I Don't know much about him other than he was the Colts' offense coordinator last year. I don't believe he was the play caller. I think I could be wrong. I think Frank Reich still called the plays. But and a lot of people were knocking him because of that press conference. Like we've yeah. seen, that press conference was bad. But you, you can't go by that. That don't mean nothing. That just means he yeah. might he might not have been ready to speak out about whatever. That, but that, that, that's no big you deal. You get nervous. That's his yeah, first he, time
0: talking to anybody. Some exactly. people get nervous. Some people don't like to talk in front of people. But you can't judge a guy because nah. his first interview, he was a little nervous and he had the jitters. Come on, man. No,
1: nah, yeah, you got to give him a shot. And you've seen a couple people talk that knew him, said they thought he, he would be a good fit for Echo. Maybe they didn't see him getting a head job this soon. But yeah, we'll see. They got the sixth overall pick. You got a young uh, quarterback in Jalen Hurts. They got some. I think they're going to have some rebuilding to do at the beginning. It might be a rough first year. That doesn't mean he can't turn it around. You got to give the guy a shot. He you got to give him a shot before yeah. he can't say anything yet. We'll see how he goes. we we'll give him a year, see how he goes. And then David Coley would tell you this was another surprise hire. I'm familiar with him being a Ravens coach. He was with the Chiefs before he was with us. Andy Reid really likes him. Everybody's going to look. Oh, he's the wide receiver coach for the Ravens. He's the pass game coordinator. Our, their pass game is terrible. The wide receivers aren't that good from John Harbaugh spoke very highly of him Andy Reid always spoke very highly of him and you got to remember he's not necessarily going to be running the show as far as like calling the plays for offense and stuff like that but they they all said he was he was good with relating to the players and a good leader and that's what you ultimately you need is your head coach your head coach needs to be a leader you look at the best ones like Belichick Harbaugh, Mike Tomlin, they're all great leaders. And none of them necessarily are play callers for their respective um, positions and stuff like that. So I think being a good play caller as far as a head coach is overrated. As long as you've got a guy that can lead the team and keep the team motivated and knows how to talk and relate to his players, I think you've got a shot. So it's going to be interesting. Not all these guys are going to work out, but we'll see. You got to give them their fair shake. They earned the right to be there, and there's only 32 people in the world that get to do one of these jobs.
0: Yeah, and the list is the list. You don't know who might be nice. You don't know who might fail in being the head coach. But at the end of the day, you don't know. Like, we don't know. Yeah, the Detroit Lions job was a trash job to take. But at the same time, you don't know what Dan Campbell might do over there to turn I mean, that like around. Come
1: around and change everything. Yeah. and make it better. Every situation is different. Like the Chargers' job would probably be looked at as a better job because they got their young quarterback. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it, it's all perspective. You got to look at, at everything. Like he's, the head coach got to be able to work with the GM. They all got to be on the same page. Yep. and you got to. And it, what it comes down to, you got to be able to draft right.
0: Yeah. See. And that's one thing the Eagles don't do. They don't (laughs) draft. And so it don't matter who you got as the head coach. So we picked this head coach. He don't have no say in his roster. So now we still going down the same road as we went down with Doug. But you seen how that happened. But you still have to have both people in coordination with each other, man.
1: Absolutely.
0: You have to.
1: Howie, we all know, he's got the the law degree background. He's with the cat. He's supposed to be a cat specialist. He's not a football guy. And he could be like, oh, I like, but now he might not fit Nick Sirianni's offensive system. And that's where you got the problem. You got the, the head coach. And hopefully in this situation, they learn from the past uh, mistakes with Doug and Howie that these two can work together and they can turn it around because by all accounts, everybody out of Philly, Howie Rosen's the problem. Because he's he's under Lori. he's got this hold on yeah. Lori or whatever to keep his job. So what remains to be seen, as long as they work together and they draft, if you draft, you can turn it around pretty quickly. Especially you got that six overall pick. You got a good shot to get a good blue chip player and turn things around.
0: You can't mess that up, man. I don't care who you are. You got the six pick. Don't mess it up. We've been messing up picks for years, bro. Come on. You can't mess this up. Just keep Jalen Hurts as the quarterback and just build around that. He's a young quarterback that you don't have to pay top dollar money. Just build around him like Dallas did Dak. That's it. Build around him and, and you can just keep on doing the same thing that they did with Dak. Right? Franchise yeah, him. After that, after that you, you hold that key. You can have this guy for seven years, man. You got him under contract for seven years, bro.
1: That's the key. Like you said, that you build around him now while he's still on that rookie deal and you don't gotta pay him all that money just Yeah. Yet. Now the only you said I, I like that you said Dak because remember, Dak wasn't a first round pick. Hurts yep. wasn't a first round pick. So they don't get the fifth year options that you see these other quarterbacks yeah. like Mahomes and Watson. So you don't got that extra year to work to wait on a deal. Now you only got him you got he's under contract technically for three more years. Yeah. So before you gotta pay him top dollar if he pans out. But you said you got your six overall pick. Yeah. You got that extra pick from the Colts trade. So you build around him now while he's young. He shows some flashes. Obviously had the growing pains, but which would be expected for a young quarterback. But he showed flashes. Maybe he is the guy. Who who knows? Yeah. You, got, you might have to give him a shot. But if they don't build around him, then it's not going to work out.
0: Yeah, and that's the key, man. We don't know what they're going to do. We don't know if they're going to build around them. We don't know if we're going to draft a quarterback. We just don't know. It's an unknown. But to me, what I would do is I would just keep him as the quarterback and then just build around him because you can always, if you're trash, you will always be able to get a quarterback. And so if you're at least in the hunt of the playoffs, you still will get a good – First-round pick. Every team gets a first-round pick. It's just depending on...
1: You trade them away every year. Yeah,
0: but it's just depending on how you draft. That's it. If you yeah. draft that good player, then it don't matter where you draft in at. It doesn't matter. Yeah, especially but, like you said. You
1: got three picks in the first two rounds yeah. to work with. I know we talked about... Me and you talk about this all the time. We differ. I say if you got that left because, to me, Dillard's still a question mark because he's always been hurt. Yeah, if You could get... A Penny Sewell up there, maybe you go that route because we all, we've seen what just happened to the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. If you don't got an O line, it don't matter how good your quarterback, they got Pat Mo they got the best quarterback in the league, and it yeah. didn't matter. So you go that route, or like I know, if they, especially if they don't take a wide receiver, we know the Devontae oh. Smith. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said this to you the other day, and I know a lot of Eagles fans don't like it because they view he's viewed as a tight end. But I think that kid Kyle Pitts out of Florida—you gotta get picked so if, bro. You move that's him it. Around, you move him he, around. He's not just a tight end. He like he they yeah. line him up out what well, he could do it all. Yeah, he could be, he dude, he's gonna be a mismatched nightmare, and he's and like
0: you said, he's gonna cook people. He's, he's gonna, gonna cook, cook them smaller night. corners. Yeah, he's
1: six six. You line up a six foot corner. He's six six. are gonna out jump him nine times that's out. That's it.
0: Tank. That's what you need. And that's, I talked to my barber about this. Like, we never had a receiver other than T.O. that can just, you just throw the ball up there and they can catch the ball. Mm -hmm. His team is the Giants, right? And so I said, those years that you had Plexico, man, I could have sworn that we was about to sack Eli Manning a million times. Eli close his eyes and just throw it up there. It's a touchdown man It's a touchdown to the boy And Plexico was nice That's what I'm saying You need someone that can catch the ball And get busy Like yo Kyle Pitts Yo get him that's it and you get him. got
1: pro- you got a promising tight end, Dallas Goddard. It seems to be yeah. pretty good. The jury's still out on last year's first round pick, Jalen Rager. You got your deep threat there. You get Marquise Goodwin coming back from the out. and out, Assuming he comes in, so you got your deep receivers. But and then I think Pitts. I don't know what his forty time or anything like that. But I think he's probably, especially for the tight end position, he's probably got decent speed and he could. He's gonna go up and get the ball. And again, yeah. he, he,
0: he. Yo, as I long know, as that, he, he can easy. run a four-five. At 6'6", six, six, we straight. Like, yo, because yeah. he got route ability. His route ability is bananas. Like, I, I was watching the other day, like, how he was getting off his brakes, and then he went up against the Alabama corner. certain, cooked him. Put a buck That's something saying, on like,
1: him. If If I was the Eagles and he's on the board, at least right now, uh, things could change for a free agency, but that's the route I would go. Because again, yeah. you need to get that—you need to get that safety valve, and you need to get your young quarterback some options to throw to. And again, you look at him as a tight end. I think he's a receiver. You move him around. I think that would be the way to go. That's my—that's my opinion on. Yeah, that. you
0: got to go that route. So notable NFL trades that happened before free agency and before the draft. So Matthew Stafford to the Rams. For the bum, Jared Goff, two number ones, and a third-round pick. Carson Wentz to the Colts. The Eagles will receive the number 85th pick in this year's draft and a conditional second-rounder that can become a first-rounder based off of Wentz's playing time. And also, if Wentz plays at least 75 of the Colts' offensive snaps and that will convey a first round pick and so we do have dead money from this trade from Wentz and that's 33.8 but at the same time we had to do what we had to do and you know trading Carson Wentz but how you feel about those notable trades in the NFL?
1: We start with the, the Rams that that one I feel like Came out of nowhere. I didn't expect the Rams to be the team going to get Stafford. You didn't. I know, there was rumors about Carolina, and there were rumors out of LA saying that Golf what uh, had fallen out of favor with McVeigh out there. Obviously, it was, you knew it was going to be a hard trade to do for the Rams because of that contract with Golf. Like that, like. At the time, it might seem good, like he got them to the Super Bowl. But we see that's a trash contract, yeah. so that the, they had to kick in an extra first round pick. They probably could, if they didn't have that contract that bad, they probably could have got that deal done for the first and the third. But because that contract was so bad, they had to give up a second first round pick in that deal to make to facilitate it. And I think it's a good move for the Rams because. I always like Staff. Yeah, everybody's like, Oh, he never won the playoffs. He had Calvin and stuff like that, but they never really had a good overall team. Yeah. Like he's never had a good run game. He's gotten hit a lot. He's gotten banged up a little bit. The defenses are never were never really good. In my lifetime, I'm twenty eight years old. In my lifetime, I can't remember the Lions being like a really good team in my lifetime. And I think with the Rams, they got some pieces. Obviously, they just went to the play their playoff caliber team. They got the pieces on defense with Aaron. Donald, Jalen Ramsey, they got a couple receivers out there. The, the young running back looked pretty good uh, yeah. with the Cam Akers.
0: Yeah, you know, Cam Akers, is so nice. They got,
1: they got some pieces, and obviously Stafford's an upgrade over golf, so maybe this elevates them. Who knows? And as far as the Lions, obviously they're in a rebuild mode. They know that. I think Goff's just a bridge, uh, like whether they get a. Now they got some extra ammo if they maybe want to move up for a quarterback they like in this draft or or whatnot. But I don't think Goff's the answer uh, answer to that to their problems. I think you know they're just gonna ride out, eat that contract, ride it out. Get if they can't get a quarterback this year, they're gonna be bad. Maybe they get a top pick next year to get a quarterback. And then the other one, we all we all knew this one was going to happen. It was just a matter of time. Wentz going to the Colts. Obvious yeah. connection. Frank Reich being an offense coordinator in Philly when he was good. Yep. Sirianni having that relationship with the Colts. It was just a matter of time. It was going to be a little difficult because I think there was some talk that Wentz told, said no. He was not going to Chicago. The contract. So I think the Eagles made out all right in this deal cause they got technically they got two second round picks right now. Assuming when stays healthy, he's going to play 75% of the snaps. He's going to be the starter and they'll get a first round pick next year. And you have two ones next year. And you, again, you got two seconds this year and a first of three picks in the first two rounds. I, it, I think right now, I think this win is a win for the Eagles because not only that, just a big thing for me was they got rid of that headache. Cause if Wentz is here, you heard it on the radio, you talk all the talkers, When's this, when's that? And that's just gonna cause a big distraction through that team. And you even heard and if you seen some of the comments today from Brandon Graham and Jason Peters, they basically sounded like the pressure in Philly got ate, got to him and ate them up because being a Philly fan your whole life. Yeah. This ain't an easy city to play for.
0: He's soft, man. Look, sometimes, man, it gets to you that Philly crowd, that Philly pressure, that Philly media. And it didn't help that they drafted Jalen Hurts. And so we don't know what happened in practice, right? We don't know if Jalen Hurts was the reason why he was looking behind his back and he had that bad year. We don't know. Maybe he wanted to get out of Philly. Maybe he played bad to, to play to get out of Philly. We don't know what happened. But at the same time, Philly looked at it as, look, our quarterback situation get hurt a lot. And so we got to make sure that this person doesn't get hurt. And if he does get hurt, we got a backup plan. And so they just looking at it as a backup plan because this person always got hurt in a season. So we don't want our season to go down. Or if he gets hurt in the playoffs, we don't want that drop off as we did when we played uh, the Seahawks. You know what I'm saying? We had a 41, whatever, 40-plus-year-old 40 quarterback in the game, and he couldn't do nothing. He was catching cramps and catching everything out there.
1: You know, like you said, the main thing is you get rid of that distraction that's going to – because if you have a distraction – like, and I feel like the Eagles looked – they knew, all right, we got a new head coach we need to rebuild a little bit. We're probably not gonna win with Wentz and get rid of that distraction. Now you either got hurts or like you said, you take a young quarterback if a young quarterback's there that you like and you think's the franchise quarterback and then you go from there. I think in the long run, this is this trade's gonna benefit Philly because the the fans, and me everybody just turned on Wentz. It seemed and it seemed there was some stuff it seems like he didn't like Roseman and, yeah. and there were reports saying he didn't talk with Doug for seven weeks. And you can't have your you're a quarterback not talking to the head coach, especially an offensive coach who has major input on the offense. So that 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 is just I feel like it's a win for everybody. They needed to clear they needed to start over, get some new fresh minds in there. And who knows, we're gonna find out if Hertz is the answer or not. But and, and then on the Colts side, they already got a good team. You see they were a playoff caliber team. Yeah. Their quarterback Phil Rivers retired. If Wentz can if Wright can tap in and get Wentz to play like he did in twenty seventeen. They got a legit defense. Yeah, They got a good young running back. We know their O-line is nice. They got in uh, Quentin Nelson, one of the best guards in, in the league, if not the best guard in the league. So who knows, maybe he could help them. I don't see them as a Super Bowl contender with Wentz, but I, still, but I do still think they could make a run at the playoffs and be a playoff contender, a wild card contender. So I think this trade could end up being a win-win for everybody, but the Colts, I think they're taking more of a risk because – We haven't seen Wentz look good since 2017.
0: Nope. So, yeah, he he had one good year in 2017, and then last year he stunk it up, but the year before that we won four games to get in the playoffs, but that was against lower competition. Yeah, you've seen that little progression as in, oh, he can take some of these bum receivers and make them look good. I think that showed – the Eagles oh we don't need to put a lot of things around Wentz where he can be the magic man and bring us to the promised land but that failed you always need talent in this league bro you need a top tier receiver you need something a top tier tight end or something you need something out there to help your quarterback out but
1: the, the biggest key though is the lines. And again, I go back to the Trouble. We've seen it with Kansas City. Their yeah. own line was in shambles. To me, the way to build your team is just you build from the... Obviously, you need the franchise quarterback. That's first and foremost. But you need to build from your offense and your defensive lines. You start from there. We've seen Wentz got hit a lot, too. Some of it was him holding the ball. Some of it was the line. It was tough. You had Peters at left tackle. He's in and out of the lineup. Dillard was hurt. Lane Johnson was hurt. Yeah, but I
0: combat that with the year we went to the Super Bowl, our line was hurt as well. We okay. was moving everybody around. Some people had to move around. Jason Peters was out. They had to put Big V over there. Yo, our, our line been hurt. We had some injuries, bro. Like, you, we can't keep on saying, oh, he ain't have no line. He ain't have this. He ain't have that. Nah. Some of those throws, it looked terrible. Some of those sacks looked terrible. He wasn't throwing away the ball. Like, yo. It was just like you looking at someone that was regressing in the quarterback position where he was a number two pick, where that regression, we never seen that before throughout nobody. If your man Lamar Jackson just took a whole dip and looked terrible, you'd be like, "Whoa, what's going on? Yo, Lamar Jackson is a former MVP of the league. When you take a dip like that, it's mental or something ain't right with you.
1: Yeah, I think like you said, the, the for him the mental aspect. He for whatever reason he lost his confidence, whether it be that uh, draft pick of Hurts, and obviously everybody questioned that pick at time. <laughs> Remember yeah, you yeah. calling me, a are you texting me, asking me is you on drugs or something? Yeah. But for whatever reason, he 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 just couldn't handle it. But again, I, I I just go back to I think it's a win for for y'all and you start your rebuild now and build around Hurts and see what, see what you got there and go from there, and hopefully you all turn it around. Because we see the division's not that good as a whole yeah. right now. So the division's still up for grabs, too, yeah. for
0: next season. So the notable cuts in the NFL, we got J.J. Watt, Texans. He just signed that deal with the Arizona Cardinals, a two-year deal worth $31 million and it included $23 million guaranteed D-Jack, From the Eagles, we know he was going to get cut. He's always hurt. Then Kyle Van Noy from the Miami Dolphins, that was a little bit of a surprise because he just signed his four-year $51 million deal last year. And so when we seen that, we were like, whoa, what is going on down there in Miami? What you think was going on in Miami, bro?
1: I, I don't know because they were almost in the playoffs last year and they, they got it. Their defense is good. Obviously, the corners are, are nice and they just pay. Vain. Like, how often do you see somebody get 50 mil for four years and then one year into the deal, you're getting cut? You just don't see that. And I know they're talking, there's all kinds of rumors right now talking you're going to see mass cuts and they're to be expected because of COVID and the salary cap going down and everything. But this one. I, I, if you had asked me about Vandal, I probably would have told you he, he was safe to stay in Miami. Yeah. But now there's rumors saying they didn't officially cut him. They're trying to trade him. So who knows on that one? Well, that that one's a little shocking to me because they're a playoff caliber team. If Tua can get right, the, yeah, the D-Jacks, that, that, one, that one coming. Yeah. He re-signed Phil, everybody was happy. He yeah. played, what, like three games? That one was <laughs> obvious. Uh, J.J. Watt knew it was coming because the yeah. Texans, we all know they're just a mess right now. It, everybody's going to be making cuts for Salary Cat. I was surprised a little bit at how much he had gotten. Because yeah. you, you figure there's going to be a lot of one-year deals. He's 31 years old. Yeah. He he played well last year. I think he had five sacks. Obviously, he's not what he once was, the you know former defensive player of the year and mm-hmm. everything like that. But he's still a good player. He brings amazing leadership, what kind of person he is off the field. You just figure his age and his injury history is a little surprising that they paid him that much. And I think that's going to benefit some of these other pass yeah. rushers. That are going to JJ Watt just got fifteen mil a year. You better pony up for me. We know the guys are getting like twenty mil a year now. I think that could be a, a, a good fit. It was a little surprising because you look, they had Hassan Reddick, who's now a free agent, who doesn't yeah. look like he's going to be back in Arizona. He had twelve sacks for them last the year. Hassan so, Reddick
0: is nice, bro. Like yeah,
1: he had his breakout year.
0: Yeah, but but when you're going after a JJ Watt, you're going after him to put fans in the seats you're going after yeah, him yeah. to sell exactly. jerseys to sell merchandise he's not there he had five sacks last year what's the minimum sacks that he might get this year eight eight and 30 tackles come on man that's nothing might- man
1: He's, he's going to remember, though, he's got Chandler Jones on the other side of him, who obviously we know can get after Yeah, the but J.J. Watt y- right. ain't
0: J.J. Watt, bro.
1: He's not what he once was, but he also – he's still he's still productive in the in, uh, run game, stopping the run and everything. And then, like you said, he's, 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 he's going to sell tickets, merchandise, that kind of stuff. But then, you like you said, he brings that leadership to all – because they got that young, their young quarterback is going go into his third year. So he's going to bring tremendous leadership to that team obviously he's a good person on and off the field and and also you're paying for the name too everybody see like you see JJ Watt everybody's like, oh my god so
0: that's what that deal was you paying for the name you ain't paying for the skill set you paying still, for my he's name he's still
1: productive he's still a productive player but yeah I think but he's 15 I think yo bro
0: 15 a year for Jay Watt.
1: But also, it's only, it's not like it's a long-term deal. It's, it's not a long-term years. deal. It's two, only two, two years, years so it's but a short, it's a short
0: deal. Yeah, it's, it's really a, a one-year deal, but they can get out of it the, the next year. But damn, J.J. Watt got 15
1: and good for him though players getting their money when they can you got to get the money because how many years does he have left i was just surprised that he picked arizona because there was a you know talk about him going to green bay or buffalo or maybe even pittsburgh yeah because he wanted to win a super bowl is arizona a super bowl team no
0: but arizona gave him that bread <laughs> that's yeah. why he going there What what is he going to be doing in arizona He's gonna be doing car commercials. He's gonna be selling merch. He's gonna be doing (laughs) all the Arizona commercials.
1: I mean, he's a Wisconsin guy growing up, went (laughs) to college there. So the weather, I don't think the weather would, but it doesn't hurt when you got nice weather out there in
0: Arizona. Yeah, that's retirement. You You retire in Arizona and Miami. That's where you retire at. Arizona, Miami, and Las Vegas. That's where you retire at. Yeah.
1: So So, that's gonna be interesting. Yeah, we'll see how well he can help out the defense out there in Arizona.
0: Yeah, I don't know, but let's get back to that. That Van Noy release. So his deal was 30 million guaranteed, right? But 15 was fully guaranteed, and then the other half of the 15 was only guaranteed if he got injured, and so. Dude went out there, this is what I read today, he went out there with a hip injury and he played through that whole hip injury. What he should have did and his agent that did this deal, I don't know who did this deal, once you had that hip injury, bro, you should have just shut it down and be like, oh, I'm injured. Boom, get your other 15. Like, why are you trying to prove to another team that you can play? We already know you can play. We already know you nice. Get that injury money. And cash out, and then let them cut you.
1: I see that side of it, that argument, but I think this was a surprise cut too. So yeah. he probably didn't see most people probably didn't see it coming. also, look, I like I didn't play high level sports like that, but I, yeah. I played you know travel baseball play high school baseball and once you're out there that competitive edge and you like you, you're hurt like yeah you're hurt but you still want to go out yeah. there and do your thing especially for them they were in the playoff hunt all the way up until the end until the last week that when they got eliminated so you want to go out there like at, at the end of the day everybody's trying to win that Super Bowl and he's he probably looked at it as like, yeah I can help I can still help the team yeah so he's, he's going to be out there but again, uh, we're gonna see what happened now. Like you said, they might not have cut him, trade him, whatnot. But I mean, at the end of the day, he still got paid, so, and he'll probably he'll probably get decent money. Oh, maybe not because of free the way the state of the free agency still, He got his 15. Down.
0: He got a 15. Yeah, good. He,
1: got, he got money. That ain't no chump change. Yeah. 15 mil, 15 mil, that's like changing money right there. Yeah, And he was in Miami.
0: Anymore. I think they got no state tax or something in Florida. Don't got no. state Yeah. Tax. So There's he no, cashed out a he, lot. He getting that money. Yeah. So these trade rumors, bro. <laughs> this Watson, nah. Russell Wilson, like, yo, this thing crazy, bro. Like for real. So this Watson, he went out, man. They terrible, new head coach. He wanted the, 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 the offensive coordinator from Kansas City, but he didn't get his wish. They didn't even probably reach out to the Kansas City offensive coordinator. So these rumored teams that's in the hunt, the 49ers, the Broncos, the Panthers, and the Panthers, this is a rumor what they were trying to give up, was two first and McCaffrey, and I guess they're trying to trade Ted. Yeah, they're trying to trade Ted to the 49ers. And so then you got the Dolphins and the Jets, and now maybe the Dolphins is trying to clear that money up. That's why they cut Van Noy. So what you think about, first, the Watson trade rumors?
1: It, it, it's just to me it's amazing because as a franchise, you got what a, a lot of people consider the second young be- best young quarterback in the league behind Mahomes because remember he's only like 25, 26 years old. So you got the a young quarterback who's the top quarterback in the league. you just signed him, you got him locked up. How do you let the situation get that bad that he wants out? Like you got your franchise quarterback for the future. you build around him but you make the situation so bad the, the the reports are all out there saying that he just wanted input on who they hired for a coach and GM. just basic
0: Wait. shit when you a, a franchise quarterback when you a franchise quarterback that's basic you just want to know who we going interview i just want input to say look th- this is who i want as the head coach this is who i want as a player this is who i want you want that out of your your your, your head Franchise quarterback. He's the franchise. You signed him and, and, to a long-term deal.
1: Yeah, and like, they talk about how like they, when the when they hired the GM. They had a search firm to conduct interviews, make their recommendations. They just said, screw the search firm. We're going to hire this guy because that Jack Easterby guy likes him, blah, 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 whatever. And that's where I think it it started to make its turn for the worse. And it's like, how do you spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on the search firm? And you're going to say, forget you. I'm going to do this anyway. And then you're going to piss off your best player that... Could lead you to potentially lead you to a Super Bowl because you want to do what this guy says. Like, that's terrible. As far as some of these rumors, the Panthers, to me, If you're any of these teams and you have the opportunity to go get Watson, you do it. If I'm Carolina, though, I would not throw McCaffrey in there. If you want to surround, obviously, if you get it, you want to surround him with talent. McCaffrey's your best player now, currently. Yeah, I'd give up the the multiple first-round picks, throwing Teddy in there. I'd give all that up. Obviously, you another second, third-round pick, whatever. I would do it. but Just think about... Having Watson with McCaffrey, like how good of a combination those two would be alone. That would be insane. Cause you know yeah. you got McCaffrey could do it all. He's basically another receiver out of the backfield. And obviously we've seen what numbers he's been putting up with these below average quarterbacks and the subpar quarterback play. So that I'd like to see that. Work. To me, I think the most logical fit would be the Dolphins. Yeah. Because they got the first round picks to it. They got what? two or three first-round picks this year, another two next year. They got the number three overall pick, which is originally Houston's draft pick that they got in the Laramie Tunsil trade. They could throw Tua in there. You throw multiple first-round picks. You already got a playoff-caliber team. You add Deshaun Watson to that. Now you become a Super Bowl contender, in my opinion, because you got the quarterback. So what you're saying, all
0: right, Tua, that's one first round, right? Then you got yeah. two first rounds this year. That's You're three first rounds, three. right? That's three right yeah. there. And then mm-hmm. you give them a two or another first round. So that's four first round picks. You got to do that. Oh, if, if Houston is, is want this guy out of there or if Houston wants to rebuild, you have four first round picks around this guy. Just do it. Cut ties and move on, bro. You got Tua. You'll get your quarterback. And then you'll just yep. build that bum-ass defense. That defense trash. Or and get a line.
1: Apparently, Houston's GM liked when he was up in New England. He liked Tua coming out of college. He was a yeah. big Tua fan. So, there, there's that. But And by all accounts right now, they're dug in on their side. They don't want to trade him, which I completely understand. Yeah. Because a 25-year-old good quarterback don't want to trade them, but it, to me, it just seems like this situation. There's no way. There's no salvaging it. Like they need to go their separate ways and yep. go all the day. And, it, and for Houston, they just run it. How do you run out your franchise quarterback? Their oh, quarterbacks man. they had before: Matt Schaub, Trash. David Carr. I mean, like they. This is on- the
0: only nice quarterback, bro. That you had. Yeah. The only one. They
1: wasted Andre Johnson's career. They wasted J.J. Watt's career. Ne- they never won. It, it's crazy. And then now you got all these rumors with Russell Wilson not being happy up. Mm-hmm. And then he's saying he would only play for Dallas, yep. New Orleans, Chicago, or Vegas. And he's got a no trade clause. Yeah. So if if they do trade him, which I don't think they will, but if they do, he's got some leverage saying where, where he wants to go. What do you think about that?
0: The rumor teams, as you just said, Cowboys, Saints, Bears, Jets, and Raiders. He wants to go to the Jets because of New York. His wife, she's in the Hollywood and the movie industry, music industry. Yeah, Yeah, she's trying to go to the big market. Ain't no big market in Seattle. And so the teams that, that we're looking at, the Cowboys, that's a huge market. He can get... Anything done at the Cowboys. The Saints, you're going to win a chip if you go there to the Saints. The Bears, Chicago is a big market. They're a big TV market. It's, It's one of the biggest markets. Los Angeles, Philly, New York, Miami, Chicago. And then the Raiders, it's Las Vegas. That's one of the biggest markets as well. So when I look at Russ, do you do it? Yeah, you do it. You tapped out. You got your chip already, Seattle. You you might as well just cut ties right now. Get those two first. You might get a good player or or two and then just move on. And had a coach. The coach is almost, what, he's 70, 70 70-plus. Pete Carroll, just get out the game and retire. Call it quits, bro. Yo, they already got their chip. They could have had two, (laughs) but we, we all know that scenario. Just get out the game.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you got Marshawn Lynch. You run the ball in. That's Touchdown
0: what. game over. But, yeah, let me say these are scenarios that I've seen on NFL CBS. So this trade scenario will be with the Bears. So the Bears will pair three first-round picks, Nick Folds and Akeem Hicks. And then the Bears will receive Russell Wilson and a 2022 Fourth round pick. The picks that the Seattle Seahawks will receive will be a 2021 first rounder, 2022 first rounder, and 2023 first rounder. And so the next trade would be a mega three team mega deal. So the Cowboys is involved and the Raiders is involved with the Seahawks. So the Cowboys will get Russell Wilson. And a 2021 third rounder from the Raiders. The Seahawks will get David Carr, a first round pick from the Raiders, a 2022 first round pick from the Cowboys, and a 2022 fourth round pick from the Cowboys. The Raiders will receive Dak Prescott and a 2022 third rounder. And so... This will be for the Raiders. This is the last one. The Raiders will give up Derek Carr and two first-rounders for Russ to Vegas. What you think about that?
1: It's mind-blowing. To, it'd be weird to see Russ in another uniform. I don't think Seattle is going to do it. But then again, you never know. Dallas, I don't see that happening. NFL Network reporter Jane Slater has been saying it, Probably not going to happen. They're in talks with Dak. I, I, I don't see them doing that. The Saints, they're like 25 million over the cap. So, how are you going to fit his contract in there? But and, I agree with you. If they could fit it in there, the, yeah, with the team they got there, Michael Thomas, everybody, everybody down there, that they obviously we know they're a playoff caliber team, Super Bowl contender with Russ.
0: Yeah, um, hold on. It was one more. This is the other one. The Saints will get Russell Wilson, a fourth-rounder in 2022, and then a fifth-rounder in 2023. The Seahawks will get Taysom Hill, offensive tackle Ryan Rinkowski, or Kinski, whatever, D.N. Cameron Jordan, 2021 first-rounder, 2022 first-rounder, and a 2022 second-rounder. If they can make that happen, The Saints better do that, bro.
1: Oh, yeah. If they can make it happen, you got Cam Jordan down there. You got Alvin Kamara. So you got the run game. You got Michael Thomas. You got that number one receiver. They got the pieces in place. They just are going to need it, especially if Drew Brees retired. They're going to need a quarterback. I don't think Taysom Hill's the answer. No. And Jameis Winston's too turnover prone. He's going to throw you picks all day. Picks. So if they can make it happen, I and I'm the Saints, I try to do it. You you can give up those first-round picks. They've invested in their O-line with the last couple yep. drafts, and that would make Russ happy because we know the C- Seattle hasn't – their O-line's been trashed. Trash. Russ is getting beat up. Yes, like, sir. He just keeps getting beat up out there, so – Again, I I just think it, with the contract, it's going to be too complicated. I just don't see him going anywhere other than Seattle. I think yeah. ultimately they work out their differences and, and they make it happen and they continue with there.
0: Yeah.
1: Because I mean, ultimately, that's best for him. You stay. You you already got paid. You want a chip. You can win there. You're a fan favorite. Just just ride it out. And try and win there. And Seattle. If you do trade him. You're not guaranteed to get another quarterback of that caliber. So, do you want to risk giving up one of the top quarterbacks in a league and get some bum? Do you want to risk that? But you got
0: first-round picks, though. Like you, you can be. Where are
1: the the picks coming? Look, the bears their first-round picks, number twenty this year. The Saints—they made this year. We ain't worrying about
0: this year. It's going to be all about next year, where you can get those picks. And if you're trash, you probably can.
1: Think about this too. So, if Russ goes to them. That team's probably going to be pretty good next year, so you're not looking at a top first round pick in next year's draft.
0: If, if your team is trash and then you put you, your yeah,
1: your your team's going to be trash. Yeah,
0: so you can bundle that first round pick with another first round pick and okay, then move I see, I see up saying. in the draft.
1: What, but again, to me, that, that it's a big gamble because who knows? Look at look at all these quarter. How many quarterbacks? Have panned out recently since that 2016 draft or, or was it 2011 to 2016 yeah. or whatever it is? How many quarterbacks are still with their original team? None. Yeah, none of them none. panned out. So it's like you're taking that gamble.
0: Well, it's, you, it's always a gamble, bro. I think Seattle tapped out. That
1: proven commodity.
0: But I think Seattle tapped out, bro. And so the other trade rumors or players that are looking to get traded. Zach Ertz, that's been on the market. And then the new thing was Orlando Brown wanting to get traded. What you think about Orlando Brown?
1: It's tough because you don't want to see him go. He's 24 years old or 25 years old. He's a two-time Pro Bowler. He's a Pro Bowler at right tackle. He made the Pro Bowl this year at left tackle after Ronnie Stanley got hurt in that Steelers game. So – if you can somehow keep him for this year, that would be best-case scenario. You put him, you got your bookend tackles. Ronnie Stanley's coming back. His thing is he doesn't want to play right tackle. He yeah. wants to play left tackle. He proved he can, and he played at a Pro Bowl level. He's going to get paid. Yeah. Um. What comes down with him, his dad, Orlando Brown Sr., played for the Ravens. He was a right tackle. He passed away when Orlando Brown Jr. was young. And he said the thing that stuck with him is his dad told him, like, yo, the the best guy on the line is the left tackle. Be better than me. Go out there play left tackle. Show you better than me. But right now,
0: the right tackles, you need that right tackle as well. So the left tackle, yeah, it's a commodity, but that right tackle – it's the same way, bro. They still getting paid the same way.
1: I think with him, is he wants to realize his father's dream of having yeah. him play left tackle. I think that's, for him, that's the driving factor. Because either way, he knows whether he's going to be right tackle or left tackle. He knows he's going to get paid because he's damn good, I think. Yeah. He's once left in Baltimore. That's not going to happen because Ronnie Stanley just got paid ninety-eight and a half million dollars. Yeah, he he's the better. Pay. He's the better player too. Yeah. Stanley is considered, you know, a top five, top three left tackle in the game. If you're Baltimore, you don't do it for anything less than a first-round pick. You got oh. a, a multiple-time Pro Bowl-caliber player that you're going to put plug in at left tackle. Mm-hmm. You don't accept anything less than a first-round pick. I'm skeptical at. Thinking, I think the most likely scenario is that he stays in Baltimore for another year, then he goes to free agency next year and signs a long term deal. Yeah. Because with the salary cap situation right now, if you trade him to our team, that team is then going to give him a long term deal. And yeah. are they going to be willing to do that right now with the way the salary cap is? I don't know. So I think he ultimately stays. But, again, if you do it, you don't do it for anything less than a first-round pick. But I would like to see him back because he's a young player. He fits the locker room. He And, obviously, you need that line to help yeah. out the young quarterback and Lamar out there. But long-term, I know he's not going to be in Baltimore for a while. you got that Super Bowl window now. You keep him. you got the bookend tackles with him and Stanley, and you make that run at that Super Bowl this year.
0: Yeah, you got to make it work. So, this is big Ben Roethlisberger, bro. <laughs> nah. Dude needs He's to cooked. retire, Lost yo. Up. He's cocked, yo. Hey, he need to hang it up.
1: I'm, gl- I'm glad they just gave him a new deal. I am, I'm, I'm excited. Come about on, that. man.
0: He needs to retire, bro. In 2021, he was due a base salary of four million and then a roster bonus of 15 million, and the cap hit that would have carried would have been 41 million dollars, and then the dead cap was a, a value of twenty two point two million dollars he just reworked his deal and that reduced his pay to fourteen million dollars from nineteen million and then it spread out the cash throughout two thousand and twenty two and then it lowered the cap by fifteen million but at the end of the day, dude needs to retire bro it, it it's no way that you've seen his play last year and then or him figuring out, oh, I got one more year left. Nah, man, you don't got one more year left, bro. You can't do it. I don't see it. Nah. What you I, think I about do the it. ball? I know you don't like the Steelers, but what you think about nah. the ball?
1: As as a Ravens fan, this is good news because if if he's going to continue, again, 39 years old, you figure he's not going to get any better at this point. It's only going to keep going downhill. So as a Ravens fan, I'm like, yeah, re-sign him. Let, let's go. But... Again, it it helps them out cap-wise by cutting it by 15 mil because they were over the cap. But you look at their left tackle, Villanueva is a free agent. Pouncey, their center, retired. Juju's a free agent. James Conner's a free agent. Bud Dupree's a free agent. They got a lot of holes on that team. And Again, like we just—I think Ben's washed up. Look at yeah, like look what was, just happened bro. to them against the Browns in that wild card round game. He, he my man had four picks, and yeah, yeah, like those numbers he had—five hundred yards, whatever. That that don't mean it. You threw four picks. Y'all was getting blown out. You've been yeah. hit. You were down by four touchdowns. In I the think first he's quarter. done, bro. The, yeah, he's he's done. He's, He's cooked. done. And, Put a and four in. He's going to hurt them in the long run because the rest of the division, you got Lamar with the Ravens. Yeah. You got Joe Burrow and Cincy and Baker in Cleveland just led them to a second round playoff game. So everybody in division has got young quarterbacks and you now you're picking at 25. You're not getting a top quarterback. You know, I think if they're pick 24. You're not getting a top quarterback nah. at 24. And you don't got the you don't got the salary cap to even offer one of these trades for a Watson or a Russ Wilson, so they're nope. they're going to be screwed for a while. And I'm all about <laughs> that. So he's washed up. He, yeah, needs, he, he was. needs to hang it up. He needs to hang it up.
0: Yeah. So to close out the pod, the Cowboys and Dak Prescott, bro. Dak, he's asking for forty-four million. The Cowboys. <laughs> Are in the 30 million dollar range. It it seems like the Cowboys is trying to get him for a discount, but to me, how I feel is the Cowboys would just franchise tag him again. The tag is at 38 million, I think it was like 37.5, whatever. Yeah,
1: 37, 38 million. Yeah, it's
0: 38 million. So it seems like this is what they really want to do. So, my thing is. If they're really serious about Dak If I was Dak I would just do a three year deal At 40 million per It's more money than the franchise tag It's a shorter deal And it works out for both parties bro Yo stop trying to get that five year deal Stop trying to catch Mahomes deal You ain't going to do that Come somewhere in the middle And just get it done But I feel as though that The Cowboys don't want him They're going to milk him and milk him until it's done. So I think they're going to franchise him this year and then try to franchise him next year, bro. So they don't got to pay him a long-term deal. That's what I feel, man. They just try and milk him and try and get a discount, bro. How you feel about this?
1: I, th- I think I think you're right. I think the most likely scenario is he's gonna get franchise tagged. They're gonna play it out on that thirty seven million dollar deal and they're gonna go at it again next year. Jane Slater, uh, like been reporting that they've had talks recently, and they were good. Obviously no deals imminent, but just that the the vibe around the talk seemed to be good. and that she was reporting last year that the the deal was they were talking thirty five million a year, a fifty yeah. million dollar. Uh, bonus and 110 guaranteed, and the sticking point was Dak wanted four years. He wanted a shorter deal so he could re-up and get another contract. Dallas wanted that fifth year so they can spread the money out a little yeah. bit better. I think at the end of the day, we've seen how trash they were last year without him. But while, the, and Grant, he was throwing up all these big-time numbers, was like yeah. on, on pace to shatter these passing numbers. But were they winning games even with him? No, they weren't. I think Dak is worth paying. How much? I don't know. I think ultimately if he gets a long-term deal, I think it's going to be, you're looking at probably somewhere around robots and he's going to look and go, yo, I got similar numbers. I've won a playoff game. Watson, I don't think he. I think he might have won one playoff game. I'm not entirely sure yeah. he's been there once or twice. Watson
0: level, so no. you can have but the numbers. That you, way. you can have numbers as somebody because we we can all do analytics and do numbers and do all of that. We can do that, but at the same time, if you don't have that talent, why am I paying you? This premium when you don't have the talent. Don't get me wrong. The boy is good. My thing is, if they try to lowball you and give you 33, 34, 35, I'll just take the the damn franchise tag. That's what I'll do.
1: Yeah, because if you do that, you've made, what, 60 mil for the last two years? Yeah. you've gotten paid, and you're still young enough to get, like, a long-term, big-time deal, and you already got 60 mil in your pocket. That's it. So Dak's got all... I think Dak's got most of the leverage here. I think they can win with him. You should be able to win with him when you got Zeke, you got a decent O-line, you got Amari Cooper, C.D. Lamb, Michael... The talent's there. Yeah. You need to build the defense up, but... Uh, again, I'm in agreement with you. I think most likely scenario is they go to the franchise tag and play it out on another one year deal.
0: Yeah, yeah. The, the talent is there, but I don't think they got the right coach.
1: Nah, I don't think so either. That, I, I, the the, I, I the, the talent is there,
0: there, but do you have the right coach? You don't got the right coach, then what happens with that? So. No. With that. And the defense is trash. Yeah, the defense is trash, but I just think that the whole scenario is, is, is so messed up where you should have negotiated with Dak early. You would have got a discount early. You this wanted to play it out.
1: Done last year.
0: Yeah, you should have got a deal done, done last year. But they didn't. But you should have got a deal done in his fourth year. You should have just happened, did it.
1: And you know what happens when you wait? You don't get the deal done. What happens? That
0: price tag goes up. It goes up, man. Look, this situation is going to play out. Kirk Cousins' situation. It's going to happen like that. They don't like you, bro, but they need a quarterback to compete. And so they just going to enfranchise you, and then they're going to think about franchising you that third year, and then they just going to let you walk. That's what it is. They're going to use you up and just take it. Take the money like my man did. Kirk Cousins took the money. He got paid. And then he got paid again. So, yeah, you're going to be a premium. You're still young. It ain't like he ain't going to be, oh, unless he get a, a bad injury. But that ankle injury, you're going to come back. If you show out, then show out. Just like Kirk Cousins was a borderline quarterback, bro. He had numbers. And he, he still got, got, got a deal. <laughs> yeah. But he got paid. He got paid. He got his money. That's what it is. And so, so
1: Dax should be. Dax doing the right thing. Keep doing what you're doing. Get that. Yeah. Get that money. At the end of the day, you're the win-win. You get the franchise. That's another thirty-seven million in your pocket. That's it. And you get paid next year.
0: Yeah, and then t- just try to protect yourself as best as you can on that field to go to the next year. But yeah, with that people, it's a wrap. Episode fifteen, Daxdale part two. Thank you, my guy Mike.
1: Yeah, appreciate you having me on. It's always fun. You know, just talking it up, you know, like we go back in a day with it. But yeah, can't wait to come back on again, talk some more football.
0: That's it. The draft coming up. You know how we get down with the draft, creating Definitely our own be a good boards. One right there. Definitely yeah,
1: be a good one right there.
0: But yeah, that's a wrap, people. So that was episode fifteen, Dax Still, part two. I want to give a special shout out to my guest for this episode. Mike Z. You know how we get down. G. And you can catch all of the NBC podcast episodes on any streaming platform. And in this episode, we'll be on my YouTube channel, Convo Vision. So go check that out. So with that, people, stay safe, give respect, and show love. One.